Hi, y'all. This is Angie Harless again. I hope y'all enjoy this upcoming um, podcast and and the ones to come. And also, I hope y'all have looked at my last one. This is my second podcast so far. Uh, today, I would like to tell about Isaiah 2, 1 through 7. Pretty sure, but it's getting to the point. Um, okay, it talks about the word that Isaiah, the sons of Amos, saw coming Judea, or Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all the nations shall flow unto it. Unto it. And shall people... And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of our, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke many people. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into Pruning, pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. A house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk into the light of the Lord. Therefore thou hast forsaken the people of the house of Jacob, because they be replenished from the east, and are soothsayers like the Philistines. And they shall see, please themselves in the peoples, in the children of strangers. The land also in full of silver and gold, neither is there any end of the treasures. Their land is also full of horses, neither is there any end of the chariots. Okay, that's Isaiah 2, 1 through 7. So basically it talks about the Lord is going to judge among the nations and he will rebuke many people. And they shall beat their swords and plowshells, and their spears in the pruning hooks. Okay, so this reminds me about the end of times. In the end of times in Revelation, it talks about how all this stuff is going to happen, and we are actually going through that stuff right now. Um, it talks about the mark of the beast. Um, I know. I've heard people going around saying that, um, well, there's this one woman, she supposedly had already got a chip in her hand um, many years ago, but this was in a different country, and she came over here and was trying to buy stuff at Walmart, and she told them that they had to use her chip in her hand to be able to, um, to, be able to pay for stuff. Well, anyways, um, that's something that we need to go against is the mark of the beast. I don't know why I'm starting to talk about the mark of the beast. I guess it just reminds me of how we'll ju- what God will be judging people. He will also judge us if we do the mark of the beast. Um, and it can't be taken away. It says in the Bible you can cut your arm off and your arm will grow back if you, if you get the chip in your hand. Now, it says we would get it in our hand or our forehead. And we can't buy, sell, or trade, or anything like that unless we have it. 
And a lot of people will think, hey, that sounds horrible, you know. I can't go through that stuff. I won't be able to make it. I'll have to get the Mark of the Beast. But no, it's quite the opposite. We don't need to get the Mark of the Beast because the Lord will help us through it. And plus, if we get the Mark of the Beast, the chip, then we will go to hell. Because that's really turning against God. It has a number in it. And um, it's taking the Mark of the Beast, which is also... Uh, meaning that you're going to be serving Satan and you can't get past that. If you do that, that's the one thing, you know, that's not going to be forgiven. Well, I hope to see y'all in heaven someday and I hope y'all have an amazing day. Sorry this was kind of short, but I guess you could say short and to the point, huh? Alright, have an amazing day and God bless you all.